Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. 
I came from hard work where men worked all day under the sun with no shirts. Walked on hot sands with feet scorched almost barefoot. Not because I didn't have shoes, but because sometimes I wore the soles through. I was born in a small city where dreams were only for dreamers. And the cold of the streets was deeper than any vows of matrimony. Raised in a home where pain, hate, and violence had smothered love and happiness into a dead ice cold silence where educational involvement came in the form of a threat. And it was just one of them things to live in poverty and death. I was taught to believe in the power of education, so I learned stuff, but what I didn't learn soon enough was that information is more powerful than being smart. I traded my life for working hours from morning to dark. My voice and my pen were my true gifts, but no one knew. For every page I wrote, I stacked unread books on top of my words to keep them hidden. Because at that time, too much artistic vibe in a young man's soul in that place was forbidden. Now I was a product of my environment Seeking the father figure I never had At the hands of men I never met Seeking attention but stocking up for years of regret The trials of life have break my college dreams And I no longer have respect for what knowledge means Walking to purple lights and flashing strokes I made up my mind that I changed my wardrobe Cause you see back in the day, Sessie was not smart So I'd adapt to my surroundings and play that part Throwing back shots of 80 proof to drown my anguish For the almighty God, yeah, I speak the language Cause I was afraid of getting lost in the shuffle Where I've seen so many get caught up in the street hustle And don't get it twisted Just because I grew up in a rural community Doesn't mean that young kids don't get caught up in the street scenes I saw a few who didn't live long enough to see Themselves become the men that they were meant to be I watched some get addicted to the income streams of selling drugs And I watched way too many become the best customers During the summer months Monday through Wednesday, I worked outside in the heat on the farm with my uncle and granddaddy. Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays, I gave old men shades. Became known as the king of poured on stage. Perfected the art of assholes, high angles, flat tops, and arched eyebrows. Drew designs through follicles that some still can't do today with pencils. See, I made people smile because I knew how to make men and women look the best. It wasn't a hustle on the side, kid. I was professionally The power of fantasy and the comfort of escaping my reality, it was a, a tragedy. But no way could you tell me in a sheer cat suit six inches under my heels with three layers of makeup, swinging around poles trying to get my cake up. But over the bass of the speakers, I could still hear that voice whisper, you shall I pushed walls, oxes, and andes from the age of 15. Now I push down walls while fostering hope in the lives of others with a candid acknowledgement that I am most attracted to the awesome beauty of creativity. So I kept reading books and dressing rooms through the gloom of cigarette fumes. I knew it wasn't for me, but it paid some damn bills and filled the void inside of me. Well, at least I thought. But I'd rush home to shower away, still smoke from my hat and that invisible fingerprint from my skin and then drain my guilt every night in the sleeping pillows but still wake up the next morning, head hung low like weeping pillows. Lord, what's happening? The mortgage is gone. The Lexus from a year ago. It's now just a little bit around 
spirituality in my backpack is now just a piece of leather that's cold. And we're asking you to talk about gold. The lady on my arm, she's got just a single watch on my wrist. Keeping time of how long I can last so one before I'm packed through for free in this place. Of art, music, and this industry, which can be one big, bad, nasty Above my head, she shed one single tear. It plummeted to my face and began to slowly erase my fears and years of agony. It replenished my thirst for acceptance, opened my third eye to see that all I searched for was always right inside of me. This was my epiphany. It's too much risk to move forward, but it's far too much more risk for me to stop. My next album may flop or maybe not, but if I stop, I know my heart will stop. Because this is what I was born to do. If it sounds like blues, you're on the wrong tune. Because it's really more like purple and gold. And I'm not stopping until I let it do what it's going to do. I picked up a pen and spilled my heart and soul. Scribed away all the secrets I had never told. I cried through my adjectives and screamed through my birds. Found the way to the promised land as my hands spilled those anointed words. I built the courage to walk away. Life continues to be challenging, but a victorious spirit shapes a positive attitude. No matter how much I have to go through, best believe I'm going through in order to get to my breakthrough. Conceding to failure has never been allowed to live in my home, and I won't allow my mind to live with adversity until my ability to dream is gone. My mentality and spirituality define me as a rich girl, and it was my choice which world I wanted to inhabit. So I sacrificed my friends, told them all that the streets is all you know, baby, you can have it, because I've been blessed with the ability to see the stars. Economics is this, mostly model calculation, but determination is something that algebra and capitalists can never reach deep enough in equation to comprehend. In my purpose, I am part of a much I am free to be passionate, to prosper, and even to fail. I hold my alabaster box high as my ship that sail, and even at times that I break down and cry, you see these wings are the perfect Kleenex to dry my eyes. For the faint of heart, and that's fine. But I dare you to say poetry is just the pastime. I'm making each word for the last line. Poetry saved me.
black lives matter. Well, I've heard black on black crime will represent that bad in the concert world. When I write rhymes, I go lifelines, cuz. It ain't no reason for sharing if I can't tear into my soul and use my painful past to compose a rose just to give to some teary-eyed 12-year-old girl to show her. Somebody really cares about her. And let her know that to get attention, she ain't got to go jumping in and out of different cars. And maybe then I can encourage her to start getting in and out of bigger books. And then I tell her that what she holds between her thighs is precious enough for her to hold until she dies and that she finds the man that in her eyes is really worth that prize. And it ain't no reason for no more open mic readings if at least one poet won't stand up here and say something to our brethren who are all and out of control to shake them up enough to make them look. Because it don't matter if you're blue collar or if you sit in offices because you've been fortunate enough to make it all the way through college. And it don't matter if you're making money by packing rocks in your pocket, rapping, playing sports or watching the stock market. If you black, you getting took. And although I stood in front of hundreds of audiences, it still amazes me how many people I startle when I tell them that a black man named John Hanson was the first president of the United States. Not George Washington, I got teachers calling. But when we were supposed to be sitting in classrooms being intentionally brainwashed, every elementary history back first long. I was sitting right in front of my teachers and I was studying the middle passage and memorizing newspaper articles about every black church burned because I don't expect them to lend it. They can dine economic and educational systems to keep Negroes defended like infants and liberation is never given. Liberation is won. So your colonizers ain't freed you none. They just use the Novocaine to conquer and do capitalistic games to keep you numb. Just like they give you religion and education and mainstream media and empty entertainment to keep you dumb. But that's why I pimp. To cook up the hundreds of years of misery that festers. And the unredeemed souls of my slaughtered ancestors. And feed you their blood. The blood of Zulu warriors that were disemboweled by wicked white men. Simply because they refused to be broken. The same blood that gushed out of my great-great-great-grandmother's vagina. Every time her oppressed by the violations of that sacred place. Ripped her open. Because as you hoping when it's over. I need an appetite for your mouth so great it sickens you. Until you vomit up enough violence and insurrection to finally put down the hands tricking you, because right now in 2003, the United States government still condones the shooting down of innocent black men by police, and putting us in prison is now a stock exchange business, simply because Africans ain't the threat behind bars, the Africans are on the streets, but that's why I pimp, because my brothers in jail cells and call and tell me I can't stop talking, and over times like J.C. Watson, Chris Darby, Clarence Thomas have failed them too often, and hip-hop won't speak up no more, because money has turned into nothing but another black exploitation genre. But even when it was hopeless, I don't lose hope. I just focus the pimp harder. Motivated by revenge for every one of my forefathers martyred. Whether they were shot in their backs like Medgar Evers, lynched or dropped in the water. And I promote violence because I know folks ain't gonna make America stop when she started. All that thinking back to him, the peaceful march and cease with martyrs. So I pimp to bring out a revolution in you. And I don't give a fuck if the truth don't suit the venue. I got truth to get to. So I pimp. I do it. 
Welcome all to Forty After Dark. This is Miss Coetta D on the mic. Thank you all for coming through, those that's listening through uh, chat and on the phone lines and elsewhere. I appreciate you. Calling the number tonight is 347-826-9842. And just sit back and relax because Miss D is definitely in the chill mode tonight. And we're going to keep this thing going. Enjoy some salon AC. So, I, I tend to write, like, love and erotic pieces in addition to socially conscious and political. And I'm not going to do any erotic pieces tonight. However, um, I got an email from somebody, and it was explaining to me how if I didn't stop doing erotic poetry, that me in particular, I in particular, was going to go to hell. <laughs> And they weren't joking. I mean, they was like reciting Bible verses and so on and so forth. It was as if the email came from God or someone who felt that they were. So I wrote this next piece called Proselytizing. When Benjamin Franklin said, Never tell all you know, nor judge all you see. Believe me, Ock, that applied to me. But from the privacy of your world, you bombarded me with emails talking about if I don't use my blessings to write what you would write, if you were me, then I'm going to hell. Well, which one of us is already ready to meet their maker for their beliefs at this very moment? Your faith seemed weak when placed beside the truly enlightened, don't it? 
You should choose your opponents more wisely, namely somebody beside me. You don't understand the spirits that guide me. When did you become God enough to judge what's inside me? How could I allow a self-righteous coward to pretend to have the type of power that thou would in my presence? You don't even understand the universe's lessons. Scared to return to the essence. Rather than passing judgment, you should be asking questions. You need to learn to be humble before you stumble upon a world which you will wish you didn't know exist. So stay out of my affairs and maintain your ignorant bliss. And all this because the poet performed an erotic poem and he felt like his girl might ignore him when the poet was just trying to show him how to keep his own love from getting born. And in his anger, he prophesizes that the poet's soul is in danger, which is dumb. Because where did the would-be proselytizer think that the messenger gets his messages from? Like Confucius, no investigation, no right to speak. And if you want to be a clown and pretend that you can condemn my soul a damnation, then don't write to me. Claiming to live righteously and honest, pointificating in your pajamas, singing in the venue but ain't got shit to say until you're safely in the bedroom across the hall from your mamas. And the saddest thing about your kind is you have no idea what the time is. Don't understand what type of spirit Salam is. Can't understand the ancestors that surround this. See, life is mathematic and your soul is off balance by the righteousness of the Israelites when Moses is in the mountains. You think my days are numbered? Well, start counting. But if you're thinking your spiritual, stop it because your only concept of God comes from a man who's got his hands deep in your pocket. Why the hell you think they call him a prophet? Whenever you got money, they're going to need you to come off it. Parasite, take your money, tell you lies, lust for your wife. And now you want to use this advice to tell me how to live my life when I already know it's possible to be myself and still live in God. Trying to convince me of otherwise is ludicrous. Besides, the man who says that it cannot be done should at least be smart enough to keep the hell out of the way of the man who was already doing it, doing it.
Darling, you know it's hard for me sometimes to put my feelings into words. And I know because of all the hurt in my past, I tend to shy away from emotional commitment. But what I feel for you is so real and so strong. I couldn't walk away even if I wanted to. So baby, I'm yours. is definitely grooving tonight. Thank you all for chilling with Miss Poetic D. I want to give a big, huge shout out and big love to my sister that called in out of Maryland. Love you lots. Hope you stay on for the entire show. We'll see. <laughs> I'm going to open up call of five ten. Hello, my dear. Hello, Tiffany. How are you doing tonight? Oh, I'm. As Max Parthas says, a bitter bitch. Oh, my God. <laughs> Have you ever heard that piece he has called Bitter Bitches? Uh-uh. I need to hear that. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. It, 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 it fits my mood tonight, and I'm so sorry because Lady Blue is here, and the piece I'm going to do, because I am practicing it, um, does have profanity in it. So please, Lady Blue, close your little innocent ears. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, you know what piece it is because you know I practice on your show. You you allow me the forum to be able to do that. So for some reason I read this 
East last night, and I was so tired and distraught and just in such a bad mood. I kept stumbling and making mistakes, and I, I just I needed to try to do it again. So if you would indulge me, please, Miss Poetic D, and thank you for getting rid of that person, by the way. Oh, you know it. <laughs> I, 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 I tolerate just, that. I don't get it. You know, calling calling people names and things like that, that's not right. That's not right. So anyway, okay, so you know this piece is called I Ain't Her. Mm. And <laughs> you've heard it before, but, you know, it it just, you know, it's it's still so new to me that it's, um, it's not flowing uh, organically for me yet. So, um I just need to I need to get through it. So if you'll allow me, please, D, it'll give me the chance to practice it a little bit. Oh sure, I, I love it. So go ahead, do your thing. All right, thank you, baby. I've been meaning to let you know. It's been coming a long, long time coming for show. So if you will allow me, please, to spit my piece, I will feel a little bit more at ease. Kindly let me have the floor. I will speak my mind and maybe even a little bit more. Now, don't take this the wrong way. I mean no disrespect when I say, nigga, please. Did you think your words, your actions, your deceit would destroy me, bring me to my knees? Lord, have mercy. Jesus, Allah, Buddha, you're killing me because, nigga, 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 please, I ain't hurt. Look at me. Look at me for who I am and not who you want me to be. I ain't her. Never could be she. I ain't the one, though you began categorizing me and compartmentalizing me this. This was the easiest way to deal with my purity, my complete purity of heart. All I ever did wrong was to love you as my closest, but I started to realize that I didn't think I was all that, but that you thought I was. And so instead of manning up, you slipped up and you let me slip through your fingers one digit at a time, trying to flip it in a New York minute, but you failed because me, because me, although I was suffocating, I admit, turning left, turning hard left, cutting off my own air supply so that I could inhale you and all that you do, placing you upon the proverbial throne. I worship that which was undeserving of you, allowing my joy to be governed by your hands. But then guess what? I made other plans. I began to see you with a new set of eyes, the ones full of half moons, half truths, and half lies, ones with Clarity and direction. Despite my affection I have for you, I began taking the necessary steps to taking me back because I ain't her. Nevertheless, I will admit I let it sting and then I let it stew for just a moment or two. I should have approached it a long ways back, but I didn't want you to feel you were under attack, for I wept. I wept, I cried, I wept, I cried for the life that you have, feeling that you deserve more, a life full of deprivation and stricken with discord. I only wanted to make a difference, but you were not ready, because I ain't her. I doubt 
if there is much less for collateral damage has been committed, I thought these emotions would dissolve and simply disappear. You go there and I stay here, but time ain't always so forgiving and mostly often unkind. But hell, to tell the truth, I really don't mind. So fuck it. Fuck it, fuck it. It's gone. The way you did me, you knew you were wrong because I ate her. Soaking up my energy and spreading your negativity like a cancer in a race, yet you can't keep up the pace because I ain't letting you throw no pebble in my pond. I learned a long time ago to keep it moving and simply move on. See, I ain't her. I never was, and frankly, I don't know how I ever gave the impression that I was, that I could be lumped into a category that was about as far removed from the authentic me as the eyes could possibly see. My dignity was in peril, in danger of being extinct, underrated, and I hated the way I felt, and I despise you more for making me feel that way. See, she ain't me, and I ain't her. I ain't the one not on any given day. I ain't her. I'm sorry if I led you down the wrong path. Really, I am. For your stumbling block has now become my stepping stone, as it is clear to me now, because even slapped with the reality check, I continue to rise and rise and rise and rise above it all, because I her. I loved you and all that you were and could have possibly been, but you know what? Now you are simply a statistic, and I cannot guess when things will move in another direction, for you must earn my affection from here on out because I ate her. In my life, I have enough drama. We cannot go back to the way things work. So if you are seeking a psychiatrist, a subordinate sidekick, or a mama, I ain't her. And that is my key. God damn. <laughs> Woo! Damn, Tiffany, you just blew up the damn mic, okay? That's what's up. Stop it. Shut uh, That was hot, and you know it. You're professional. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. So thank you so much for letting me practice it a little bit. It it makes me feel warm and fuzzy inside. Oh, well, please shout out the house to everyone and let everyone know where they can find a Tiffany at. Um, The best place to now find me is at www.epiphaniesehouse.net. Everything and everywhere that I'm connected to is connected to my website. And um, you can find me every Sunday on Blog Talk Radio at www.blogtalkradio.com slash Epiphany's House at 12 o'clock Pacific, 2 o'clock Central, and 3 o'clock Eastern. And tomorrow I have a delightful guest. Um, I should say guest. Um, I have... The musical, the musical, wondrous, wondrous, amazing, talented group of people by the name of Talk, T-A-W-K. It's a bunch of folks that work underneath that moniker. And um, they're going to come through tomorrow, and I'm going to be playing a lot of their music, and we're going to talk to them a little bit, and um, we're going to see what's up with Talk. They, I've been trying to get them on my show for a year, so... I'm really thrilled to uh, 
have them on. So thank you so much, Dee, and thank you for letting me do my thing. I appreciate you so much. You're welcome. Have a good night. I'll do my best. I'm about to go uh, pour another glass. <laughs> That's right. Get it in. <laughs> All right, baby. Thank you, Dee. All right. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Oh, bye. Okay, guys, that was the Tiffany. Um, we're going to continue on. I'm going to play another song here, 95. I do see you, so uh, don't hang up. I'll be bringing you in next. Don't want to be there Looks like another love you can't 
And if it's anywhere you at, they can reach you. Please shout out. Well, like where they can reach me? Mm-hmm. Oh, um, uh, you can go on MySpace, I guess. MySpace uh, forward slash Taylor Michael. So. All right. Well, thanks again for calling. You have a lovely night, baby. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, guys. The Taylor Michael. We're going to keep this push on here, 404. I do see you, and I will be pulling you in next. Um, after I play this song here. So um, don't hang up. You will get pulled on. And those who's in the chat room, if you want to call in and do a piece tonight, don't be scared. I'm not going to bite you. 347-826-9842.
We're back. I'm bringing that 404. You on the air? What's going on, Miss D? What's up, Pop? Man, I got my liquor, my brown liquor in my hand. You know what I mean? You made me go crack the bottle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Over here jamming this is. Hey, you know how Miss D do, man. <laughs> I gotta get my room on. Oh, well, oh, yeah. Yeah, man. What's going on, though, Miss Lady? How you doing? Everything is everything. Keeping it pushing, you know what I'm saying? Trying to make some bread, trying to sell some books. Heard <laughs> that. You know, nothing wrong with that at all. What you been up to in the ATL? Oh, man. You know, some of everything. Uh, nothing right now. I'm sitting here trying to watch Kobe get drilled right quick, you know what I mean? <laughs> but you know, I thought it was a fight on tonight Huh? I thought it was a fight on tonight It might be I'm uh, watching um, The little Laker game though You know what I mean <clears throat> mm-hmm. So yeah. in the midst of the Laker game You got a piece for it Absolutely you know That's Of course I do <laughs> Exclusive Exclusive Alright now Nah actually um, Yeah this actually is exclusive I haven't I just finished it up um, somewhat today, I guess you could say. So, yeah. Uh, I don't really have a title for it yet. Um, like I said, I just got done writing or whatever. But so, you know what I mean? I just you know, I hope you enjoy. You know, hope everybody else enjoys. <clears throat> I don't always speak my mind, but... I pour my heart and soul into every line. Before you, I was truly blind. I even stopped searching for quite some time. So I prayed to God and asked him to be so kind to send me an angel that would blow my mind. That she would fly to the depths of my soul and find the best man deep inside. Where streets of gold are seen with blind eyes and candy-coated raindrops fall from chocolate-covered skies. She'll look beyond the mask because she knows it doesn't truly define the man that's behind. You came. Now, 
I'm at a place where my dreams flirt with reality and my wishes shrink to smaller things as we become a gift from the future's presence, dusting the shadows of our past existence to clearly see redemption for an instance in our subconscious minds, where peace meets ecstasy and when they combine, leaves us unconsciously refined, frozen in a moment of time. As in the beginning, you caught my eye and you've grown on me as our souls intertwine. Searching for all the inner feelings from your neck down through your spine. Whispering sweet nothings in your ears to make waves in your divine. Splashing against your docks to get my rocks off. Nouns and verbs knock your socks off. I write, but I can't get her out of my mind. You've got the beauty of Venus with the kiss that leaves me breathless. She make hours turn to seconds. Convulsions restless, running reckless through my spine. Words can't explain, not even mine. So let my actions speak as I bend on one knee. Will you make me the happiest man and spend an eternity beside me? And that's that thing. Mm. I'm like, who who even got your nose wide open? Miss <laughs> <laughs> D. Oh. Um, <laughs> no, that's why. Right. See, I know I gotta get down ATL quick, boy. <laughs>
here. I lay next to you, inhaling your fragrance, a French vanilla scent that has given me a yen of relaxation and a yang of causing my nature to rise. I take a moment to gaze upon your being and I think to myself, how blessed can one man be? There you lie before me with your caramel skin tint looking beyond peaceful. I brush aside your shoulder-length hair and whisper in your right ear the words, I love you. After kissing you on your cheek, I make my way to the mid-portion of your back, touching the softness of your skin with my lips. With the passing of a few minutes, my fingertips and tongue take their privileged place at the small of your back. Rhythmic tremors begin to travel to the areas of you that cause the whites of your eyes to appear. For a millisecond, there is no lung function and you have to remember to breathe. Of course, at this moment, I'm not fully aware of how you are being moved. Yet I fight to stay in this frame of time because this is about me catering to your wants. My objective is to take you to that level of complete ecstasy. Unexpectedly, you turn to me, tell me to penetrate you with deep kisses, hold you in my arms, take my rightful place inside you. And you say to me, take your time and make love to me deeply. And we're back with Poetry After Dark. This is Miss Poetic B on the mic. I'm going to bring in uh, 803-565. What's going on, Chi? Oh, yes, ma'am. <laughs> You're cold. No, Thank you. Y'all miss. Y'all miss. <laughs> oh, man. I still don't know what the heck I'm going to do. <laughs> How you doing? I'm doing wonderful. So glad you called. Oh, I'm glad to be here. I'm still trying to wake up. But I am here. I'm here. <laughs> Um, how was your week? Oh, I was just begging for Friday to come. <laughs> I know the feeling. <laughs> All too well. All too well. Mm. It was working. <laughs> it wasn't that stressful, was it? Uh, I'm used to it, but at the same time, I'm a complainer when I get at work sometimes. Mm-hmm. I've been with customers like that all day long, and they're not good to me sometimes. Mm-hmm. You would have think then in the place of business of art, it would be a happy occasion, but not all the time. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, I can definitely relate to that. Just got to hang in there and keep on rolling, sis. That's what you got to do. Indeed. Well, I'm going to do a piece. Um, it's kind of short. 
called No Weapon Formed Against Me. Mm-hmm. And this is for my girl. Hopefully she's still listening. Um, just as an inspiration piece. Okay. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. It won't work. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. It won't work. Disgruntled places, beckoning to me beneath the anonymity of the moon, eclipsed traces of sweet misery, speaking softly. To my pulsed empathy, dedicating little room for resurrection of my soul. Sacrificial tears console me as mind and heart battle defiantly in the hollow echoes of yet another raging storm. Can I emerge from the belly of this beast and cannon into the sovereign cries of victory? This desolate night holds many infinite mysteries that I will boldly transform into precious pearls of wisdom that warn of future eclipses to come, cradling the intuition that as long as I hold the full armor of God faithfully against my breast, I will stand unflinchingly in the breeding ground of vicious tests, aroused in the distant horizon, spiritually confessing, interceding for my future blessings to appear from the cocoon once enclosed as truth declares faith to be self-evident in the affirmation that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. It Want to wear. That's it. Hmm. I know that's right. <laughs> oh, you're such a blessing. I love the way you sing. You have a very, very beautiful voice. We know that. Oh, thank you. You have a sleepy voice. <laughs> I can't tell. <laughs> mm-hmm. You sound so good. So you're doing your thing. Well, thank you, sister. I appreciate it. Thanks again for all your support and love. Appreciate you. As always, Eric, I appreciate you calling in, even when you're tired. <laughs> Anytime. I'm here for you. I'm going to jump back in the chat. Y'all, please come by Michelle tomorrow, um, 6.30 Eastern Time. Uh, we're going to discuss the topic of in memory of. So you can take that wherever you want to go. Um, please, please come by the house and, and do your thing. That's so good. That sounds interesting in memory of. Hmm. Definitely mm-hmm. coming through. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. All right. Well, you have a great night, sis. You too, ma'am. All right. Bye-bye. All right. All right. That was the lyric of Lyrical Disciples. So please definitely stop by her show tomorrow. Definitely going to be a good look. <clears throat> 601, I'm trying to bring you in, bear with me. Switchboard here, so I'm trying to have an episode. Hello? 
How long that shit's gonna last? But right now, it, <laughs> they're in there whispering kind of low. You think Mama do clothes? Go see Mama do clothes. Uh uh-uh, uh, Mama ain't finna whoop me. <laughs> no, that's right. Okay, I um I wrote a piece a couple of days ago, and I wanted to read. It's called Why I'm Single because um. A lot of guys be coming up here and people be asking me the same thing over and over. You know, why you don't got no man for a minute? My mom thought I was gay or something. Well, I just don't know why you don't have no man, baby. Mm. No, that shit. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like the guys who be trying to talk to me and shit. Now, I know y'all, those of you who know me know I'm 6'2". And I put my heels on, I'll be like 6'3 or 6'4". And I hear some of the corniest lines. I hear... Um, when I go out to the club, it's like somebody below midget status who's trying to dance with my ankle and, and my calf and shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And, I mean, I don't, I'm, no disrespect, you know, but, damn, I'm six five, at least be five eight nine ten, hopefully six feet, you know, but three two, three four, four eleven, that that's that that's not working. No, that ain't going to work. <laughs> so... I wrote this piece called Why I'm Single, and this is it. Tell me something I don't know, something new from you. Because if I keep hearing these same lame old lines, no telling what I'm bound to do. Yes, I'm six too. A tall glass of water, no joke. And if you drink me too fast, you're bound to choke. You'll love to climb this mountain, get all up in my walls. Well, without the proper gear, your ass still going to fall. I always been your fantasy to ride an Amazon at six feet. Well, choose another destiny because a 411 brother just ain't it for me. Love to drink my bath water. Make me your undercover lover and your kid's new mother. will pick another, my brother, because I ain't the one to have your fun with. But intelligent persistence, sexiness, diligence, a long-lasting relationship, I welcome it. I want it. Hell, I deserve it. And now you're sitting there wondering why I'm single, why loneliness still lingers. Because I want to do more than just mingle and have that temporal orgasmic tingle. I want to have something symbolic on my ring finger. I don't want a quickie. I want your flashback to consistently stick me, tongue repeatedly changing speeds, licking me, to have your body and your heart missing me, mentally kissing me. I'm looking for a man to complete me, to stand beside me, and to guide me. I know what I bring to the table. I bring the whole damn meal, and I still make my own bacon, but I be your hood-ass chick and your sophisticated lady. Boys should be constipated. And while your body medicated and your mind intoxicated, I'll still be there waiting for that special guy. Contemplate my Mr. Right, concentrating day and night, praying to the sky for that one special guy who don't have to practice corny lines, wasting time, manipulating minds, begging for a dime, but thoughts don't equal two goddamn cents. Got me bent. So no accident I've had you by. So please don't ask me again why I have no guy. And now I realize y'all boys really think I give a damn about how y'all ride. But a goddamn lie, not I, not Miss Shy, because I could care less about that shibby you just dressed. That's not about to make me bless your dick with my vaginal firmness or my inner warmness for what? Your lust? Why should I fake a good nut on a 10-minute fuck, corrupting my temple, losing momentum on a cheap, meaningless thrill from you? 
because that's the type of shit boys are used to. And I know some good men out there, just so few of you. But with chance, I can, I'll continue to meddle because I refuse to settle for anything less than what I bring. And you ain't getting a Ragland doll instead of a beautiful Nubian queen. So I will continue to be single until my God blessed me with my own Nubian king. You did. That's that piece. I definitely dig that. Girl. Never settle for less than what you bring. Thank you. Thank you. And <laughs> I'm reading what Keith Storm has spoken words that I've been here. I have heard that line so many times um, about the bath water. Ooh. I love to drink your bath. Well, I'm like, he's a nasty motherfucker, too. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Shy, you got me cracking up, girl. Oh, my goodness. I've heard that line. I'm like, man, you know, I, I'm just tired of all this. Tired of all these corny ass lines for real. Real men, step up, please. No, that's right, big up. All right, Shy. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. Y'all have a blessed night. You too. <laughs> That's my girl, shy romance, laying it down, real niggas, please stand up. <laughs> with that being said, let me chill that out, because it's kind of hot up in here now, so let me chill out with, I want to go outside.
After that, this is Nicole to be your host. We're going to call her 803. What's up? This is Spiritual. How you doing? All right, here. How you feeling? Just chilling, trying to maintain a positive mind, friend. <laughs> I know that's right, man. What you got for us tonight? Uh, oh, I got something. Uh, be healed, people of God, be healed. That's the name of it. All right. I'm going to jump into it. Be healed, people of God, be healed. See, people weep for lovers, money, nice jewels, and ice, but how many people you see weep for Christ? Not many. It seems like it's all about that pretty penny, right? I mean, for God's sake, don't cheat your life. Seek ye first the kingdom of light which is in you. Give it all to him. That's too much for your teeth to bite. We need to unite so we can fight with all our might for what's righteous in this supernatural sight against the spiritual wickedness in high places as we go through different dimensions and phases. Why give up on life in Jesus Christ? Pay that price. That's life. Throwing away a free bag of rice. <laughs> I'll speak it deeply but nice. On point like a tracking device as I flow with the precise precision of the passion of Christ. Be healed, people of God, be healed. Oh, how I love to see the youth in church, because they can hear the truth in church, even though we have those who rebuke the church. See, in the world, they say the youth is cursed. But in the good book, I read a scripture verse that says, the first will be last and the last will be first, even though the demons lurk, scheming to put us in the dirt, scheming to put us in a hearse. I send it back when it's coming. Grief, pain, and hurt. As sons and brothers, we possess creativity. So we should use our thoughts and actions to create our reality. Be healed, people of God. Be healed. Hmm. I know that's right. We definitely sending a message that needs to be heard. And I appreciate you blessing the mic tonight. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Is there any place you want to shout out and let everybody know where you're at? You can just go to YouTube, type in Hood Spiritual, or you can go to MySpace, Realist86. Much love. Much love. All right, guys, that was Hood Spiritual. Woo, that's powerful right there. I hope you guys are feeling that. We're going to keep this pushing. 347-826-9842 is the call-in number. I'm sitting here debating whether or not if I want to do a piece for y'all. I feel like spitting. Hmm. Guess we're going to have to see. you got about 23 more minutes left in the show. For those who don't know, the Tuesday show that I do, Throwback Tuesdays, is going to be running at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Looking forward to everyone showing up. So you know what? I'm going to go ahead and spit this piece for y'all before I play this song. I didn't write this piece for Father's Day, but... It's turning out to be one of those Father Day pieces, so titled Worthy Man. It takes a lot to become a worthy man, to stand fearlessly at the perimeters and be the guy for our youth. See, worthy is more than a title. It's vital to understand all that's at hand, to become a man that is able to lead, a man that knows responsibility. You are taught to walk in his path. 
be created in his image. There is no limit. Woven to possess the power and knowledge. Bible in hand for the word, it is solid. A worthy man, his God first in his life, living abundant even if his life hurts, praying the same hand he works. Repentful he is not perfect, knowing that God gave us only begotten, not to be forgotten, the truth is, but a worthy man. Having faith he moves mountains, a leader, a father, and a brother, a lending hand for others to understand, a listener, a provider, like Jesus, a supplier, but a worthy man. He ministers his church in his sanctuary. He watches for the neighbor even when not at home. He grants his wife the prosperity indeed. He makes house a home for his seed. But what a worthy man. He's there for his brother, sister, and mother. The job, you see, the job is never done, but greatly accepted. Always lend the other hand to be honored. Church for all days to come. Behold, we have the worthy man. And that be that peace. For guys who have not uh, checked out the Elements of Love and Drama, that is available at arthurhouse.com. Please support the sister on that. I appreciate all the love. you mm-hmm. 
All right, guys. We're back of course you after dark. I'm your host, Miss Poetic B. Um, yeah. We got a um, collection plate going around for um <clears throat> donations. Donations please. Um definitely me finding to keep the word moving. <laughs> I'm just kidding, guys. We're gonna bring a seven oh four. All right, you wanna air seven oh four. Hey, this is Clyde Storm with Spoken Word. What's up, love? How you feel? Oh, I'm doing all right. Yeah. A little <laughs> bit of a funky mood, but it'll pass. <laughs> all right. I hope it do now. Let the force come over you now. Get in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, I'm going back in the vault here a little bit for this piece. This is a piece I haven't done in a long time. I remember son of a bitch I remember bastard I remember being told about everything that I would never be Never did I hear I love you You bring pride to my heart Or I'm thankful that you are my child I remember the pain of not feeling worthy Not feeling good not at any time was there an embrace or a show of affection. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I'm thankful that you provided for my physical needs. You did that to the utmost. But I remember that no matter how well I did in my academics, it was never good enough. Even though I was strained my brain to the point of multiple migraines, I remember being isolated and cut off from many experiences of joy that were commonplace to most of my peers. I remember being beaten to submission for my transgressions in comparison to many of my age. They were not many and mild in their degree. I remember the scar on my right thigh. I remember the nickel-sized flat keloid on my left knee. I remember thinking, why do I exist in this life? Why was I allowed to survive childbirth. I remember the day my baby sister lost her courageous battle for the breath of life. Part of my heart, soul, and spirit died, which had me looking forward to the night because that is the time that I closed my eyes. I remember the emptiness and pain, hoping that I could just die because I wanted to stop the feeling of going insane. I remember the attacks against my body that they would not believe. I remember never being given encouragement or shown the love that till this day my heart needs. I remember feeling all alone in a room full of family members. I remember feeling crazy because of not wanting to be a source of embarrassment. I lived the life of a pretender. I remember my 18th birthday and finally free, feeling free to make my own choices and live just for me. My life has been a long, winding road that is still being traveled. What I speak on are memories of negativity. They don't define my entire existence, but have helped to mold my self-awareness. 
These are some of the many things about being in this reality. I remember. This was an expression of thought by one called Quiet Storm of Spoken Word, title being, I Remember. Hmm. <clears throat> wow, QS, that's a different side of you I haven't been exposed to before. <laughs> wow. Yeah, this, you know this is... Uh, this piece is actually autobiographical, and mm. it gives it gives people some insight on what it feels like to be a victim of child abuse. Wow. Uh, I see, and that's a little talk right there. I feel you, and thank you for sharing that with us. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Ashley. Please tell everyone where they can find you worth it. Uh, you can catch me on um, MySpace, MySpace.com slash Expressions of Thought. You can also catch me on um, Our Stage, uh, OurStage.com slash Fan Club slash Quiet Storm of Spoken Word. And just about any meme site that has anything to do with poetry and music. That's what's up. Thanks again, QS. You got me turned over here. (laughs) Nah, nah, no need to cry, no need to cry. It's just that, um, you know, uh, me writing that piece was uh, uh, a sense of closure for me. And that that allowed me to release all of the anger and animosity I still had within myself. Mm -hmm. And also that piece is to help... um, shake people up because stuff like this happens so much and it becomes so commonplace to the point that people have become numb to it. Mm-hmm. And as long as people are numb to things and people won't stand up, they won't react, they won't uh, do anything to create change. So mm-hmm. hopefully whenever people hear that piece, it'll kind of rough them up a little bit and wake them up and make them think. Wow. It definitely, you hit it on the nail right there because that's exactly what it done to me. I mean, it's right up there close, and we just need to really wake up and, and help these kids. I mean, I, ooh, I can't imagine. You know, I look at mine, I just can't imagine. But I feel you, and I thank you for fitting that piece on my show tonight. All right. I thank you for having me. You're welcome, love. All right, guys. QS. We're going to move on to caller 610. We've got about five minutes left in the show. want to get uh, 610 on. Hi, this is Lady Blue. How's hey, everybody Lady. this evening? Well, I'm coming from a lighter side. I went into the archives, too, because I just haven't been into poetry right now. I'm doing more of my prose right about now. But this was something that I wrote that was a rebuttal to you know how they say the way to a man's heart is through his stomach? Mm-hmm. Well, this is my rebuttal to that, and I call it mind connection. It's been said that if you want to keep a man, he has to be well fed. Seems the way to a man's heart is a good meal. To me, that has no real appeal. Instead, I want a man by coming through his head. Let me be the appetite for his mind, not the fried chicken macaroni, 
collard greens on which we dine. Let my conversation be a stimulation for his wits, not the fried eggs, bacon, and hominy grits. Let the time with me intensify his right brain creativity. Let our common desires ignite his left side and his intellectual appetite inspires. Keep the food greedy man at bay. I want a thinking man with something to say. I want to reach my man's heart by feeding his head, not by how good I bake cornbread. But that was a lighter side from what all we've been hearing tonight. <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> oh, I needed that. Thank you. <laughs> you could tell I ain't what a cook, right? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> and I'm glad I got what I ain't got to cook all the time for eating. <laughs> I know that's right, <laughs> Like, maybe the appetite, buddy, shucks. <laughs> in there because cook it all the time. <laughs> I know that. Oh, wow. Well. But anyway, I'm just feeling good tonight, even though my team didn't win. I always go for the underdog. I think the, uh, the Lakers, they're good. And I, I know Kobe comes from out here. As a matter of fact, went to the same school my son uh, graduated from. But I want the Denver to get a, a, a ring. They got enough on my fingers. They can come back next year. <laughs> yeah, I can't say I'm surprised. I don't follow, um, you know, basketball like that, but I do know about Kobe. And oh, listen, you know. the boy is bad. <laughs> he is. You got to give him his props, you know. You can't take it away from him. He's bad. He really, really is. You know? But I'll get into things of liking or wanting somebody else to get something and all that kind of stuff. But, um, he, yeah, I mean, you can't take it away from the kid is bad. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I see Lyric over there, like, yay, Lakers. <laughs> but the bottom line is it's going to be a good game no matter who um, plays because LeBron's is good too. But I, I, I'm looking for upset one way or the other. Because everybody thinks it's going to be LeBron's and the Lakers. But who knows? Who knows? Because those other guys are hungry, too, and they all good. But anyway, I enjoyed your show, and you got my husband all in a nice mood. And when he said, whoa, whoa. Yeah, I know that's right. He, <laughs> he was in between the game. I'm like, all right, thank you, D. Thank you. I done double I know that's right. Because he's trying to watch the game. I'm trying to do the poetry and watch the game, you know. So we was both one. Like, he was like, dang, watch this play. They're going to show it again. And I'm looking over at the play again. Then you playing your little music. I'm like, okay. We both won tonight. So thank you, darling. <laughs> welcome. It was a very good show. And Quiet Storm, baby, I love you. And, and that piece you read was awesome. But I'm sure it... Um, that I remember. I have a piece called I Remember, but it ain't a poem. It's, it's really long. It's not really long, but it ain't a poem. But it was good therapy for me, too, and it's just ironic. It's, it's not even called I Remember. It's called Remember. But um, sometimes when you remember, you have to, what they say, face it, trace it, then erase it. So I yeah. understand about those therapy pieces. Yeah. Okay, darling. I haven't heard you say a thing about your book tonight. Do I have to promote for everybody? Oh, goodness. I did <laughs> say a little bit about that. I said something about the Elements of Love and Drama. Oh, I don't try wait. to push it out too much. You know, I feel like I'm just going to be self-indulged over here. So. 
Mm-mm. Well, I, you know what? I noticed that we have the extremes here. We have those that don't say anything and then those that bombard you. <laughs> yeah. And you know the ones that do, okay? I don't want to be coming off like that. I do it every once in a while. So, so I'll throw it out there for you. Dee got a book, y'all, and a CD, and she put them out at the same time. <laughs> and they can get it at CD Baby, right? Was it CD yeah, Baby? Yeah, CDBaby.com. Yeah, see, she ain't put it out there. I put it out there for But um, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm going to go and enjoy the rest of my evening. And um, good show, dear. Good show. Thank you, love. Thank you so much for calling in. Right. Bye bye. Bye. And that does conclude the Poetry After Dark show. Um, I'm your host, Ms. Poetic D. Tune in Tuesday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to Throwback Tuesdays. Um, we'll also have open mic and uh, poets that I play um, over music. So have a lovely night. Be blessed. Love you lot. Till the next time. Peace.